Hey, welcome to an aromatic life. Let me ask you something. Have you ever smelled lemon essential oil or a lemon peel for that matter and imagined what it would sound like? How about what the scent of clove sounds like over time? Or the sensual smell of patchouli? How do you imagine that to play? Maybe you haven't thought about it much until now, and that's okay. Normal, actually. <laughs> well, today we're going to explore the intersection of the sense of sound and smell. And if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know I've touched on the subject once before, actually. It was all the way back in episode 12, where I had a conversation with the amazing musical artist, Justin Copeland. Do check it out after you listen to this episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. The thing about this episode is that this guest has a slightly different approach, and I wanted you to know about it because I think it's really beautiful. She actually hears aromas. That's right. When she smells an essential oil, or any scent for that matter, she translates that experience into music. Let me tell you about my guest to help you understand why that might be possible. Yuliana Kirayeva is a choir conductor, vocalist, vocal and piano teacher, and an aromatherapist. See, there's the intersection. She graduated from the State Academy of Music in Belarus as a choir conductor and as a classical vocalist in 2013, and has been conducting multiple choirs for more than eight years. She's taken part in many international competitions and has traveled all over the world to perform. Yuliana was also a leading soprano of a national vocal group for seven years, performing classical, spiritual, folk, and jazz music. She's worked in Poland and China, and is currently working in the United Arab Emirates as a vocal and piano teacher. So it's very clear that music is in her blood, right? But as you'll learn in this episode, so is aromatherapy to some extent. We talk all about how those two worlds collided, and what brought her to creating music based on what she smells. We're also going to be putting some of what she shares into action. I asked her to do an exercise with me where we smell three scents. We smell lemon, clove, and patchouli. And then she created chords and melodies based on what the scents smell like to her, what feelings they evoke in her. It was so fascinating. And I invite you to smell along. So grab a lemon, some clove if you have it, and also your patchouli essential oil, because I want you to determine for yourself if you hear the same notes as she does. You may or may not. Smelling is really personal, as you know. At any rate, let's get started. Enjoy my conversation with Yuliana Kirayeva. This is An Aromatic Life, the podcast that aims to shed light on our beautiful sense of smell and increase its profile in a culture dominated by sight and sound. My name is Frau Kagalia. I'm a certified aromatherapist and smell coach who spent over 20 years in and around the fragrance industry. What I know for sure after all these years is that our sense of smell is powerful, yet is so underappreciated. There's so much we can do to harness our sense of smell to be well. So join me as I explore this mesmerizing sense from all different angles and learn what it can do for you. Enjoy the show. I want to welcome you to an aromatic life, Juliana. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Froke, for your invitation. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to speak with you. 
Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun today because we're we're going to do something a little different. There's going to be other senses involved today, which I'm excited to explore because, you know, in this podcast, I talk a lot about our sense of smell, but I always like to integrate other senses because we don't work in a vacuum. We don't experience the world in a vacuum, right? We experience true, it true. with all of our senses. And today we're going to bring in the sense of sound. So I'm I'm excited to explore that, especially with your background in the beautiful music you you create. So we're going to get into that. But I thought, as I always do, I always like to start mm -hmm. with a simple question. It's not simple, but it's a simple question. Um, what does the sense of smell mean to you? Quite a lot, actually. When I started to think about this question, I discovered that first of all, smell, sense of smell is safety for me because mm -hmm. I, I have to smell everything around me to know that there is no smell of gas, of smoke. I do love to smell food to make sure, sure that it's fresh and yeah. I can eat it and it's safe. Second of all, it's uh, hygiene and cleanliness. It's yeah. uh, related to myself, to my body, to my clothes, to my home, to my space where I am, to people I communicate with. I constantly smell. I did not know it <laughs> and, and, until I started to think of it. It's true. Nobody yes. thinks of it, really. I mean, you're just going about your, your yeah, life. Yeah, because you take it yeah. for granted, right? It's yeah. always there with you. It's been always there with you. Third of all, I think like for everyone, it's emotional memories. It's not only memories, like in pictures you can see, but it's emotional memories. Yeah. And it's fascinating. It's like an interactive map in your brain. You know, you put some... Uh, some points yeah locations like, here yeah. and points where you can go back right or you you don't want to go back there yeah. but you know that there is this location right so yeah. you are building up and you keep building it up during your life I think actually I that hasn't been said yet and I really think that's an important point it's like a a map and the funny thing with your sense of smell is sometimes you can recall where it's you know where it's from and sometimes you just don't know you're like it's so familiar that smell but I don't know yes why. you know yes. it goes both ways yes true like places we're visiting right yeah one country you visit and you remember everything everything what you've been doing there yeah and yeah. some places they just don't stay in your memories such a great sense um but did you grow up thinking about your sense of smell much or is it more later on in life? I mean, what was your connection um, to this? I sense? asked my mom. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. I did. And she said I was smelling everything. Really? And I started to recall what was happening in my childhood. And yes, because I was growing among cows, blooming trees with four seasons in a year, full of flowers. So... I still remember the smell of each season of the wow. year. Tell everybody where year. you grew up. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Belarus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for 15 years, I, I was, uh, I spent 15 years there. And then I moved to another city next to Poland, where I was studying music. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> But Belarus, like what, can you think of a mem like a scent or anything? Does anything stick out? Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Mm, to get, I, I've never been there. I don't know what the smells are of Belarus. 
I hope one day you can visit. Yes. It's a beautiful country full of forests, full of uh, swamps. Wow. It's very beautiful. For me, I if I would associate with a smell, I would say it's a smell of uh, early spring. Ooh. You know what I mean? When everything is blooming. Yeah. This is my association. Yeah. When everything is blooming, everything is uh, alive. It's coming to life. It's... Uh, it shares its freshness, its beauty, and you feel alive. That's how I felt at that yeah, there, time. Oh, that's so nice. Because that's what spring is. Spring is like you're coming out of your your dormant phase where <laughs> you're yeah, staying inside and, and everything's starting to come to life. It's a beautiful time of year. It does have a smell, doesn't it? Yeah. True. Yeah. So beautiful. And it sounds like you had lots of greenery around you. So Yes, all, a lot. Yeah. When all those blossoms are starting to come out so beautiful yeah. do you remember what your first perfume was do you have a memory of that did you even wear perfume I don't know uh I uh so well let me tell you an interesting <laughs> story <Yeah. laughs> when I was little we did not have access to many fruits so uh because it was a small town so we yeah. could access oranges let's say only on Christmas and New Year so yeah. whenever we would get oranges, we would take the peels off. And what we would do, we would squeeze it on our hands and necks. Right. So this is, was my first perfume, actually. The oils? Of yeah. The and I didn't know it was an oil, right? right? When you are little, you don't know. Something is just, uh, <laughs> it's just there. smelling nice and you can spray it on yourself. But uh, coming to the point of uh, perfume, it was, yeah, I remember it was Chanel Chance. Wow. It was my first perfume. Yeah. Very nice. Very elegant. Very feminine. Yeah. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. And it was the only perfume I could wear without any headache. I was very sensitive to smells. Whatever I would smell, I would get headaches in two hours. Well, should we get into music? Can we Absolutely. get into, into yeah. favorite thing? So let's let's talk about what you are. First of all, you're a choir conductor, you're a vocalist, you're a vocal and piano teacher, and you've been teaching for yeah. over 27 years. So music is obviously in your blood. It's very clear. Yeah. <laughs> and you use your sense of hearing a lot, right? Yes, I do every day. Every day. So tell me a little bit of how you got into the work that you're doing now. Where did this passion for music start? So you mentioned for uh, that I'm teaching for 27 years. I've been learning music for 27 years and I've been teaching for around 15 years. I honestly, I have no idea where this passion comes from. As I remember, and as my parents told me, I started to sing earlier than I started to talk. Ah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have, we don't have any musicians in our family. So I'm the only one who's connected to music so much. But, you know, I remember when I was little, when I was two years old, whenever I would sit on a potty, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> I would sing. Oh, to keep yourself entertained, why not? <laughs> I would sing everywhere. And hence, I got a nickname, a singer in diapers. 
Excellent. I love it. <laughs> yeah, when I was five years old, um, I had my first performance on a stage. Thanks, Ooh. thankfully, without diapers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so since then, I would perf- I was performing at any school concerts or town celebrations and festivities everywhere. Yeah. Wow. And then when I was seven years, I think seven years old, it was the beginning of seven uh, of second uh, year of school. We were having a dance class and a woman and a man came to our class and they announced that enrollment to musical school is open and everybody who wants to join, we're welcomed. So I joined. I was among 50 children who also joined it was I remember first our classes it was full we did not have even we had to bring chairs but interestingly at the so we had to study for seven years to graduate I was graduating as a piano um, student okay so at the end of seventh year only five people graduated and I was among them yeah there they couldn't handle it for many reasons yeah then it was obvious I have to go to college of music it was a call yeah well that's how it started but then you chose to sing as well right so there's two different things Uh, happening right it's creating music yes well yeah because our school was structured in a way that we had five or six subjects my main subject was piano but we had uh, choir we had theory we had musical literature i knew i like to sing and (laughs) this is that was the only thing i wanted to do and when i was going to college i wanted to sing but I did not know that my teacher brought me to a conducting department. Oh. So when I started to study, I understood that I'm going to be a conductor, not a singer. Oh. But you cannot conduct a choir without knowledge how to sing, right? Exactly. So that was a part of my, a big, big, big main part of my study. That's how I ended up uh, Okay. Learning singing, piano, and conducting. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, you know, when you hear a song and you hear it from a long time ago and it kind of takes you back in time, we all have songs that do that for us, right? Do you have anything that comes to mind for you? You know, the memory again, we talk about memory just like we do. I mean, songs have that too, don't they? True, absolutely true. I would say if I didn't connect to music that much every day with the dozens of songs every day, I would probably <laughs> have one that that I connect deeply. But because I connect with the songs every day and, you know, they just pass my yeah. mind and ears and they leave me. So most of the time I, I associate them with the students, with certain voices, with techniques I learned. But there is a classical piece that I love to come back to. It's uh, Lacrimosa by Mozart from Requiem in D minor. I'm sure if you hear it, you know it. I'm sure. So this is the piece that uh, when I hear it all the time, I think of uh, Judgment Day. Whatever you can think or feel, you would feel when the day comes. 
this music music brings everything out in me. Tell me, how does music make you feel in general? When you when you hear music, how does it make you feel? It makes me live. So far, every day, every day, I've been waking up to teach and perform music. So it's it just my, it's, it's life. It's my living. It's, as you said, in my blood. It's my power. It's the way I communicate with people. So you see, even now we're speaking about music. It's true. See, we're, we're communicating. You're right. <laughs> and this is something that connected us. Yes, it did. Absolutely. Which leads me to another way that we're connected as we get now into the sense of smell. You're also an aromatherapist, right? Yes. Yes. Which is, you know, something that we have in common. And let me ask you, how did you get into that? When did you first get introduced to essential oils? Uh, Again, it was 15 years ago. Interestingly, it was the time when I started to work as a musical teacher. So maybe that's where the link happened yeah so my aunt was an aromatherapist at that time and I had no idea anything about essential oils or aromatherapy for me it was like a kind of a business and I did not like it so I was very skeptical and one time I had some uh, issues with digestive system and my mom knew that I am not going to take any medicine I was very stubborn in this way So she asked me kindly, could you please go to your aunt and try it? At least try it. So I went. She she gave me quite a lot of essential oils to smell. She spoke to me for a while. And then at the end of our session, she gave me tea tree. It was the first oil I used. I hated the smell. I hated it. Yeah. But she said, you have to apply it on your tummy with the, with the oil or cream. And I did it. I did it for, I think, 21 days. Wow. For 21 days I was applying and it did its, its magic. It was uh, healing for me. Oh, good. Yeah. And then I realized, wow, it works. So I started to attend her lectures, classes. I started to learn from her. Okay. And then you said, I want to become an aromatherapist. Um, that happened I kept, I, I kept, yeah, I kept using just oils for myself, but because it was so expensive, right? You cannot just yeah. buy a small amount. You, yeah. At that time it was, it was very expensive. So and hard to find. I, I mean, sorry, essential oils were not that easy. Yes. To find, you know, on, yes, online. absolutely. Yeah. Only when I came to Dubai to work, um, I saw some essential oils in a store in huh? Carrefour and I thought, wow, it was so difficult to find it in my country and here you can buy and then in pharmacy and my mind didn't comprehend how come I thought it's so precious. I saw, I saw it was everywhere and cheap. Yeah. So I couldn't understand what's going on. Where is the natural essential oil and where is the synthetic one I started to discover so around five years ago I started to learn on my own and I started to take courses certifications that's how I came to it by myself you know we just talked about how music brings you to memories right well and yeah. we talked about how smelling brings you to memories um 
but I think research is showing now that really your sense of smell where the memories go much deeper even, right? They, they're, they're highly emotional because your sense of smell is directly connected to your amygdala. So it goes sure. right to that emotional center of your brain and wow, you know, you have these emotions. So can you think of a, a favorite scent memory that really you connect to deeply? Do you have one? I think I do. But I also think because I miss my mom so much, I think it's the smell of my mom. Yeah. I When you see your parents every day and you hug them every day, you don't think of it, right? Again, it's taken for granted. But as soon as you are going far away and you don't have this access. Yeah. So I would say it's smell of my mom. Oh, that's I've amazing. seen her. I've seen her last time one and a half years ago, but it's still it's a long time, right? You could you just trying to recall it, but only memories come, only emotions come, but yeah. not the sense of hug. So this is something I am deeply connected to now. So on Instagram. Unfortunately, I know your account got hacked, but you have a new yeah. account. It's called Olfactory Sounds, which everybody should sure. uh, check out. Please do, because um, Juliana does beautiful things there, including playing music and then connecting that to smells or scents. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about that today. So this intersection of uh, music and scent. And we're going to do a little exercise in a minute, but I thought... Just for those of you who might not be as aware of music, I, I'm one of those people, I mean, I, I listen to music, but I, I don't know about the composition and the creation of it as much as I know about the composition and creation of, of perfumes. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you a few things. I mean, I know the basics, but because you connect both so much, um, can you talk to me a little bit about what this intersection, first of all, means to you? Like the fact that you do spend time connecting music with scent what does it mean to you uh first of all uh i discovered this intersection a year ago when uh, gladys from yes. love botanicals yeah she asked me if i can hear sounds in aromas ah it was her message to me and i thought to myself wait a minute what do you mean if I can? I'm not supposed to. It was such a big moment of, ah, oh, oh, doesn't everybody can do it? Yeah. I did not know that music entered my sense of smell. Interesting. Because music is everywhere. I yeah. wake up with music in my mind. I go to bed with the song that I just recently taught my student to sing. So it's everywhere I open a tab, water, and I hear music. So it's everywhere. And I couldn't realize, and I was not aware that music is even in my sense of smell. So that was the moment when I realized. And I decided to check if it's uh, true or just my brain is hallucinating. I remember I took Elang Elang vetiver and rosewood and i came to my piano and i started to smell them separately and see do i hear any chords or notes and yes i did that was my first recording and i posted it on my instagram that unfortunately got hacked 
And I got a lot of uh, lovely feedback. People loved it. So I started to continue to smell and to listen to the aromas. And you know what I discovered? That in a way, it helps me it helps me connect with the sense even more in a more deeper way. Whenever I smell, I cannot just sniff one time and play, right? I have to smell it for a long time to understand. And in a way, it's a healing process. Through the music, I healed some relationships with some essential oils, for example, basil. <laughs> I didn't... I sincerely didn't like the smell of basil. It was so sharply strong that yeah. that was the aroma that would bring me headaches. I couldn't. But for some reasons, I thought, okay, I have last drop of basil. It might finish. <laughs> I don't know when I will have next time. So I decided to play it. And my mind decided that uh, probably the music will be... Uh, sharp not pleasant it was my mind yes it was my mind speaking to me but not my nose and ears I took a bottle of basil I smelled it and to my surprise the cord was so simple and beautiful and pure wow and I started to play and music full of dignity was coming from under my fingers. And it was so surprising to me. After that, I don't have any headaches from smelling basil. And it's not as strong as it was before. Interesting. It's just wonderful. Yeah. So you bought yourself a new bottle of basil. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. A month ago, I did it. Yeah. Oh, I love that story because there's a lot of things we, you know, maybe we've never had a connection to it, or maybe it was in our past, that basil smell, maybe you had it, but yes. it had some kind of negative connotation. Just yes. you were responding to it really negatively. It was very aggressive. It was just, you know, I, I have that for certain. Like, I have to say, Ylang Ylang, it's not something I grew up with, that smell. It's not until I started. I know. Until I started. I understand. Yeah, it's it just maybe because of my German background or even here in the US, Ylang Ylang, it doesn't grow here. So you don't come across it very much. And then, you know, and then I had to study it for aromatherapy. And I was like, oh, this is a really, you know, it's a strong, heavy, yeah, yes. it's heavy. It's very, yeah. heavy, you know, and, and now I just, just a tiny bit, it just, it's really beautiful. And I put it, in, especially, you know, for massage oils and things, just such a, mm -hmm. it's very yeah, it's lovely now. But again, you have to get used to things or you have to approach them in new ways. And I think sure. it's people don't always give, you know, give certain scents a chance, right? You just have to approach them in new ways. And true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how you can connect to it. All right. Back to this beautiful connection that you've made. So do you also find that as you know, when you create music, the famous, you know, in, in, fragrance we have the top middle and bottom note we have mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of connection just in in the creation of that but tell me for you what the connection is between music and and scents and, and aromas okay I'll start with the some kind of simple definition of notes in music 
and in perfumery we know. So in music, a note represents the pitch and duration of a musical sound. Okay. Okay. So a note is a kind of a fundamental or a single tone. It's just one sound that we hear, right? Piano, for example, has uh, 88 keys. So you can play, even though we have seven notes, but you can play 88 different keys. Uh -huh. On the other hand, notes in perfumery, we know that we know three notes, right? Top, middle, and bass note. And they're more related to evaporation time, right? So it's kind of a, a group description, unlike musical notes. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. So in this way, I cannot connect the notes in music and notes in perfumery. However, what we call notes in perfumery, the same, I would say, we call registers in music. Wow. You have high register, you have middle register and the bass. Got it. The same you can relate to voice. Yes. High register, it's Kate, I'm always talking there, right? especially when they're screaming you perfectly yeah. realize that this is the top the topest <laughs> register <laughs> women women let's say speak in the middle register this is the heart note yeah. and the men speak yeah. in bass lower register so i think this uh, relationships yeah this connection will help us understand how we can connect notes uh, musical notes to perfumery notes. This yeah. is my understanding. However, I cannot, can, as I said, I cannot connect just a single note to an aroma. Aroma is much more complex than just one note. And I was thinking of it, is there anything we can connect to musical note as a one single tone? And probably, probably it can be chemical compounds. I was Let's just say, gonna say that, yes. Yes, let's say geraniol, yes. right? Yeah. Or linalool. It's just one compound, right? And this the scent or aroma, it's a complex, complex structure. So I cannot hear it as one note. Yes, makes total sense. Yeah, I probably maybe synthetic scent. Maybe I would relate it to one note or maximum two. It's very sharp, flat sound. Yeah. It doesn't have this uh, beautiful. Roundness. It doesn't have a roundness. Yes, roundness. Yes, it doesn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. And then when you get to chords, right? When you start putting those. Yes, chords make much more sense than uh, notes. Uh, chords, because in perfumery, you would probably uh, combine top, middle, and bass note, right? Yes. The same in music. If you create, if you write a song, you do write melody, a melody, and then harmony, but I, we would not enjoy just a singing melody, right? Or just a violin playing. Yeah. We always enjoy to listen to the whole, the Orchestra. whole composition. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So they, in this way, they are related. Chords are very related. And the same like aroma can be complex, the same chords, it can be a simple chord. It can be more complex chord. It can be more tensed with more tension chord. And an interesting thing I discovered 
because chords can be major and minor in the way happy, major is happy, right? Bright and minor is something sad or dark. I started to discover if the aroma have the same feeling. Most of them have major feeling, but oh. still there are there are there are aromas mainly bass notes. They have this this mixture of major minor. It's very even difficult to understand if it's major or minor. Yeah. You I know what I mean, yeah? I do. Like if I think about it, I I don't think about it every yeah. day like you do, but it makes sense. And I think I'm gonna be listening to music and thinking about that more now in the yeah. future. So it makes total sense. What also I find interesting is when you think about any scent, it's never static. It's always moving, always changing. Yes, it does. It's, it's fleeting. It's um, even if you smell, we're going to smell something in a minute, but um, let's take lemon. If you if you smell a lemon or ylang-ylang for that matter, <laughs> um, it's, it's constantly evolving and you have to pay attention to that and and it, it you know it, it changes so how does that relate to music where do you where do you see the similarities there or differences for that matter as you said it's evolving it's moving it's like a melody right yeah so you need the, that's where where my anger comes when i cannot smell <laughs> and and play immediately because it moves right. and my ears uh, also move. the melody in my ears are also moving and I think wait a minute wait 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 I didn't catch that chord and I wish I could pause yeah you want to put it on but I, yeah, yeah but I need to hold the bottle I cannot <laughs> play my hands are my hands are occupied yes it does move and when you feel it when you listen to the aroma you can you can define its edges its curves its dynamics but it's it's a work. You need to work on it, right? You need to listen to it. You need to put effort. And if we think, where is the melody, right? Where's the melody in a smell? For me, I think you will be surprised by my answer, but the melody is what you feel. It's your emotions and what the scent or aroma brings out of you. Oh. For all of us it can be absolutely different i think and you need to feel it you don't need to think of it the right. melody is in your heart not in your brain yes this is kind of a one more interesting thing why perfumes smell differently on us right the melody is different we're yeah. playing totally different music when we are wearing them yeah it's it's I love that connection. It's so true. It's so true. I think um, it's such a personal experience. Um, people actually enjoy sometimes being in that minor area. You know, they they feel maybe like the 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 melancholy makes them feel better. You know, that's okay too, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to be in the melancholy space where you're just not so happy, but the music you need that music at that moment, right? You don't always need it bright. helps. It helps yeah. to release. You don't need bright, as you said, music just to neutralize it or to suppress it. You need this sadness to help you release. Yes, to get out of it. Because you have to experience yes. it to get out of it in a way. Yeah. Yes. That's so true. And the same thing happens when you recommend 
uh, essential oils or certain blends to people. It's you, you know, people might be surprised that they should be considering essential oils that help them get out of that space. So mm -hmm. yeah, absolute connection. So I true. That. I think I would also add about dynamics. Have you heard about dynamics in music? Nope, music can me. be music can be loud, can be soft, and in music we call it forte or piano. Yeah. The same with oil. It can be crescendo or diminuendo, meaning gradually growing louder or softer. The same with oils. For example, what comes to my mind is peppermint and copaiba. Peppermint is such a forte sound, yes. such a loud sound. And when you open a bottle of copaiba, you barely feel it. It's piano. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't listen to it, you might say, ah, oh, doesn't smell it. Doesn't smell. I don't feel anything. Yeah. So this is an interesting connection. Uh, the aromas and music have dynamics. It's almost like a personality, right? The the scent yeah. you're experiencing is a personality. You know, it's, it's its own human, so to speak. <laughs> it's got its own characteristics. And um that's one of the first things I do is it is it nearby or is it far away is it quiet or is it what's the personality of the oil and I think that's yeah. a good question right there so thank you for that that's perfect Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So I thought we could try a fun exercise. Should we try it? Um, of course. Yes. I want to. I want to learn in real time how you're experiencing or how you. Because I'm gonna have a smell, and anybody who is listening, even if this is just the first time you're listening, and you're maybe listening in a car or on a walk, and you don't have a chance to be near essential oils, come back to this part of the episode. But we're gonna take three different aromas, and we're gonna smell them: um, lemon clove and patchouli and not everyone will have patchouli on hand but you certainly might have a lemon in your kitchen or hopefully maybe some clove so uh, if you don't have the essential oils not everybody has essential oils but um, even if you just do it with lemon and, and clove let's let's go through the exercise um, and we're going to play you're going to play on the piano we're going to smell the oil first take a moment to smell and then we're going to play the uh, the music that Juliana, how she interprets that smell. So we're going to start with lemon. Okay. We're going to start okay. by just taking, should we take a lemon peel first? I think first we can take essential oil. Okay. Let's do the essential oil first. So we're going to take a moment to smell. Now lemon is a top note, so it's quite bright, isn't it? It is. All right, and then I'm gonna ask you to play. I'm gonna ask you to play, and then we're gonna talk about how you, you know, came to play it this way. First chord is how I smell essential oil, and the second chord, how I smell lemon peel. They are different. They're the same key, let's say it's C major, 
but surprisingly, essential oil sounds higher. Yes, because more concentrated. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And the peel, and it's very interesting to compare. There is such a big difference. All right, let's listen. about that so as i played the first chord was uh, when i started to discover how lemon essential oil sounds i first uh, took essential oil then when i wanted to continue my journey with this smell uh, i found out i forgot my essential oil and i was at work so i, <laughs> I went to supermarket and i bought a lemon yeah. to my surprise to my surprise they sound differently they sound in the same key, C major, if anybody knows what it means, the same key, but essential oil sounded higher because it's more concentrated, right? And the lemon sounds more neutral, more calm, a little bit lower. You can feel it when you sense the chords. Yep. Yeah, when you scratch the PO as I'm doing right now, it's definitely lower you're right you're right yes it's not as shouting as essential oil and the music came to me very quickly spontaneously it was such a jumpy and fun melody but with a strong yeah but with a strong with a strong chord and core in it and it, and it jumped around because I feel like lemon, the scent of lemon jumps around as well. It's, it's like, like sparkles. Yeah. Yes, it's sparkles. Like, like it sparkles. Yes, yes, true. But it's not as high as orange, let's say, if I compare. It's yeah. a little bit lower. Orange mm -hmm. is even more in, in more in a more higher register. Yeah, I mean, that could be a fun exercise, which we won't do here. But you could just compare, you know, orange, lemon, lime. <laughs> Yes, yep. I have orange on my Instagram. Oh, good. Everybody go to Olfactory Sound. You can do orange there. And listen to, it. to this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. I love that. So that's what you do. You basically, you smell it first. And then it, and, and you rationally think about what it smells like. Those are the chords that you played um, first. And then you go to the emotional space afterwards. I hear them whenever I smell an oil. I can hear the chord. I just need to come because I don't have a perfect pitch, right? I, I'm not uh, granted with perfect pitch. I cannot say the names of the notes, what I hear. I, I need to come to the piano and find those notes, but they sound in my mind. Whenever I smell anything, it sounds. Okay. It's not something that uh, that's bothering me daily because I can kind of say, okay, so you can sound, you are not bothering me because the whole world sounds for me. It's okay. I got used to it yeah, <laughs> because right. of the amount of music I'm exposed to, right? 
So it's not something that just suddenly I hear and it's annoying me. It doesn't annoy me. But if I focus, let's say on lemon, I hear the chord. I just need to come to the piano and play this chord. The rest is just my creation, my composing skills that I'm recently developing. Right. Thanks to the oils. Oh, wonderful. Should we go to the next one, clove? Yes. Very different to lemon. Let's listen to that one first. beautiful thank you all right go ahead and tell me about that and then i'll give you my thoughts as you heard the first chord it's not a compact chord it's a very broad chord right and i don't remember actually which note is clove middle top middle something in the middle yeah, it's <laughs> middle, middle bass yeah. i meant middle bass right yeah the scent of it sounds exactly somewhere in the middle it's middle and it's bass so the chord is very broad right yeah. it's interesting because it was uh, no matter how much I tried to put it together and closer I couldn't uh, lie to myself it wasn't how I wanted it. <laughs> it was exactly how I heard it it was a little bit in the middle and a little bit of top because of its sharpness and it was bass. And interestingly, then it would it would start to come to the middle, to the to the middle, and again open up to the middle. It has this waving sound. It moves. It doesn't, as you said, it moves, but it moves in a way sharp and less tense. And then the longer I would smell, the long the more beautiful it started to sound the sharp sharpness would disappear and it would just turn to beautiful sense sensitive music i mean when i listened to it it's exactly and i was smelling it clove it's exactly especially as it evolved when you were playing how it kind of it, it feels like a wave coming in and out but it's yes it's so it's not going up and down it's more forward backwards to me like yes in and house. you know if, yeah. yes and if people just listen to the music and they will judge it based on their knowledge about clove they probably will not make sense of it because right. they will judge what they know right? right but when you take the smell an aroma and smell it it's totally different yeah and close so your eyes don't, don't in. be full of your mind and knowledge just try it smell yeah. and listen to it it's totally a different experience this is one of those scents that i don't 
connect with a lot, strangely enough, because it's quite strong. I, I, I don't know why, but when you play it and when I hear the music, I love the music and it makes me want to connect with it more. It's kind yes, of like same. Your, your basal experience. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it makes me appreciate the aroma more. So thank that's you. what it does. Thank you. Yeah. That's, you. that's how you feel, too. Huh? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because I don't use clove much. It's again, it's strong. I love it. It's not like basil that I didn't like it or it would bring me headaches. No, I love clove, but it's too intense for me. Me too. But now after that beautiful music and melody came out of me. Yeah. I feel there is much more. So if you run out of uh, the words to describe scent, come to its music. Come to <laughs> music and you'll understand even deeper and more yeah and, and I have no musical background but it makes me want to just try even if you can listen to things I'm sure there's you know on YouTube or places where they have just chords and oh well, certainly your Instagram okay we'll start there and and it's we should start by smelling whatever you you show us and whatever you play for us um but even beyond that I like to now try to see if there's music if there's something that i hear if i can connect that to to smells it's it's such a wonderful exercise to do definitely we all can do it yeah we all can i think we all can connect music to this scent yes yeah it's i mean i know people will think of this exercise as this synesthesia thing but i i I think we I personally think we all have a little bit of synesthesia. We just have to focus on it. You know, I know some people I have do agree. strong yes. synesthesia. I, I, I won't discount those people who really, really have a strong synesthesia with certain connection of senses. But I would argue that we can all find ways to connect if we just focus on it a little And bit. I think it's normal. It's normal when your senses just come, come together, together, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's totally normal. All right, let's go to the third one, patchouli, which is my favorite. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't like patchouli, but it depends on how old you are. And if you grew up in the 70s, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of patchouli around you. But um, let's go to patchouli. Tell me about that. So I don't know if you noticed anything about the chord of patchouli, but it was much lower than the rest of the oils, right? So it's a proper bass note. And and interestingly, the chord is a mixture of uh, what I was talking about, major and minor. 
it's a mixture of major and minor. Hmm. That's exactly how I hear. And it's a little bit sharp. You think in the beginning, I don't like it. It sounds weird, right? <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> this is exactly how the chord sounds. I spend a little bit of time with patchouli playing it, but it found itself very quickly. The music just came, the shape of it, the dynamic, the very sensual move and jazzy chords. It has very strong character, both the music and the aroma. Tell me, what did you feel? To me, patchouli has always been this warm, fuzzy blanket as far as the touch. You know, mm -hmm. There's a powdery aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So that to me is the comfort, the caring. And when I heard that music, I, I got a little bit of that sense, but it was also a little bit boozy, if I may say. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> there's like a, um, I don't know, again, this in and out, not... I don't get the spiky so much, mm -hmm. but me receiving it. So everybody does it mm -hmm. differently. But I, I did connect to the music very, like as I was smelling it, I did notice the the way you were presenting the music made sense to me as I was smelling it. I, I love patchouli. So it's... I love it. You do too? Interesting. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to love it even more when I moved to Dubai. And the amount of perfumes you can explore here. So maybe that's where it, that note that. Uh... You connect with it more now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's just so beautiful. And it's it's so nice how all three of them play very differently, right? They. Yes. You brought us three different. I mean, we could go on and on. I think you have on your Instagram account, you have Neroli as well. Neroli, orange, I have frankincense, basil, I have a cord of peppermint, only a cord. Well, thank you for doing that exercise with me. I really appreciate it. Thank I hope you. That thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it's a, it's a wonderful exercise to do. I encourage everybody who's listening to try it out, see how it plays for you. Send feedback. Let us know how, uh, you know, what you thought. Leave a voicemail and then maybe there's enough responses. We can um, share that with you, with everybody. Just to conclude, are you open to doing the three questions that I always like to ask my guests at the end? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the first question. So tell me, what's your favorite smell right now? Any smell in the world? Yes. Can it be a perfume? It could be anything. Anything. I'm wearing it right now. Okay. It's the library collection Opus 11 by Amwash. Ooh. Have you heard anything about it? Well, tell me about it. Unfortunately, they stopped selling it. It was the last bottle I Ooh. bought. Yeah. I don't know. This It's just absolutely stunning. Fragrance She's selling it right now, just so you I, know. I, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't get enough of it. Uh, you know, whenever I smell, I feel complete. I feel I don't need anything anymore in my life. I'm peaceful. I'm in harmony. I am. I am. Wow. 
it gives me this uh, sense of uh, fullness and richness. I don't know. But I definitely know that there is a top note, marjoram as a top note. Okay. Oud, uh, I think it's middle note. Yeah. And uh, bass notes are leatherwood and styrax. Oh, wow. Yeah, only four components. And it just, it blows my mind, sincerely. If anybody has opportunity to smell it, but I'm sure not everybody will like it. Yeah. But this is what I'm in love with now. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter if nobody else likes it. It's, it's what, what it does for you, right? Yes, That's all that absolutely. You'll, <laughs> yes. Have to, you'll have to use up that bottle very carefully. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I sprayed it on my wrist and my watch observed observed it. Oh good. So it's been smelling for two weeks already. Yeah. And yeah. it's not changing. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it's all those base notes that are helping, yes. Yeah. They help keep the longevity. That's perfect. That's perfect. Good. Um, and then do you have a favorite scent memory? I know you mentioned your mom. Maybe that's it, but do you have another? Uh... Yes, as I mentioned before, it's a uh, early, early spring morning when it smells oh. very fresh, right? I miss it a lot. I think again because uh, the weather in the UAE is very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Not now. Now it's very rainy, so I love it. <laughs> it's perfect weather for me. And if I would mention something else, probably vanilla pancakes. You know, oh. it takes me back to my childhood when my mom used to make them every Sunday for us. Oh, nice. So do you get that from even smelling vanilla? I guess you'd have to mix it a little bit with syrup. I don't know if you use syrup or not on your pancakes. but Only when I smell vanilla pancakes. Okay. <laughs> I think that hot, hot vanilla, you know, the temperature makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You're right. You're right. Not just the standard. Good, good. All right, Yuliana, the most important question. What would you say are five smells that best describe you? Easy. Orange. Yes. I squeeze so much peel on myself, so I am an orange. <laughs> Definitely. It's frankincense. It's uh, eucalyptus. It's neroli and magnolia. Oh, wow. Look at that. I can see it. Or I can smell it, I should say. I can, I can tell in your personality that it fits. Thank you. Tell me about the eucalyptus. Is it the, is it what you remember out of your youth, the, the openness of it, the, the breath? Uh, I think the freshness and the fresh energy it brings, fresh mind, that, you know, when you smell it, you feel, I can think. That's how I feel. I constantly need to think. Yeah. The yeah. process of thinking is not stopping even when I'm sleeping. So that's why it's eucalyptus. Makes sense. It keeps you awake. It keeps you breathe. Yeah. 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 It's true. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me, for joining me. Thank you so okay. much for inviting me. It was just so wonderful to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm happy to see you. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, 
subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, falkaromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day.